Hello and welcome to Egg Timer with the Eleven, the podcast with a timer to help to get to know each and every one of the downright glorious people working at the Eleven. On this week's episode, I got to sit back, relax and have an inspiring chat as always with none other than the Abby Mills. Quick to unstick an AM situation at Bourne, her first profile Facebook photo is of snow and joy. She's the lady with the skill set like no other, an excellent attitude to all things sunshine and wine and someone who I'm so glad I got to tap into the mind of over a leisurely podcast chat. Enjoy. I'm just going to um, just get started. Hello, Abby. Hello. How, how are you today? Yes, very well. It's Friday, so it's nice. I've got a nice beer yes. ready for the weekend. This is an evening, I say evening, a late afternoon podcast recording for us today. And Abby is our client service director at Born Social. She's a very exciting lady, gets to talk to many, many person. And you also actually do genuinely love podcasts. I do love podcasts. Are you listening to any good ones at the minute? So I've got my firm favourites that I like listen to every week. So, you know, you're This American Lives, um, Desert Island Discs, love a bit of that. Um, waiting for like basically loads of old favourites to come back in. My favourite ever one that I will always recommend is The Mystery Show. The Mystery Show? Yeah, you have to listen to it. It's really funny. What's it? It's like um, a potentially debatably annoying American woman (laughs) um, who tries to solve mysteries, like really like stupid mundane mysteries, like how tall is Ryan Reynolds, um, (laughs) but not using the internet. So, like, goes on, like, ridiculous, like, missions um, to find out, like, answers to, like, really silly questions. And, like, it's a really nice mix of, like, sentimental ones, like, where did this specific belt buckle that was found on, like, the street um, when she was, like, 17 come from? Versus, like, yeah, how tall is Ryan Reynolds? (laughs) And, like, why do we all think he's over six foot when he's not? Literally, like, such a nice mix of that. I love that. It's really good. I quite like story-based ones, so like Heavyweight, that one that's yeah. also really great, yeah. just like stories about people's like so lives good. now and how it like has impacted like weird situations yeah. when they were like 19 has impacted the outcome of their life, so yeah. Great thing. I started because I moved like really far away from the office and had a way longer commute and was mm-hmm. like, what am I doing with my time? I'd gone really off reading, didn't want to read on the train yeah. and started listening to podcasts and oh. was like... That fills my morning. I feel like I'm learning something on the way to work and on the way home from work. Yeah. It's like just interesting anecdotes. Yeah. Let's pop in. Let's do some quick fire questions. Okay. Just to warm up. Because we've only got an egg timer amount. Okay. Uh, what is your favourite drink? Are you like, let's go non-alcoholic and alcoholic. Okay. Yeah. Non-alcoholic. Real toss up between uh, Lipton's peach iced tea, Ooh. which is like just delicious, yeah. both like sat on a beach and really hung over on a Saturday morning. Yeah. Just get all that liquid in you and like some like flat, sweet, sugary goodness mm-hmm. is delicious. Or your classic Diet Coke, but I think I'd go for Lipton's peach iced tea. That's, I did not know that about you. That's yeah. so good. My fave. Have you ever tried the peach one? That is the best one. Yeah. There is such controversy between peach and lemon, and no. I'm telling you now, the peach one is the best peach. one. We'll do a poll later. Yeah. You can tweet at us. No. I'm quite passionate <laughs> about peach. And what about al- alcohol, the alcohol? Um, love a, just like plain gin and tonic, but with cucumber, not with lime. Ah. So always with a cucumber. Yeah. Everyone's always like, oh, would you like Hendrix? I'm like, no, no, I'm not that fancy. I yeah. just want the cucumber. Got it. Or... 
just a really nice glass of um, wine. Good glass of wine. We also have really good like breakfast chats, like about what what we're eating or like lunch chats. Would you say you're a sweet or a savoury kind of savoury? Hands yeah. down. I'd like way rather eat a plate of sausage rolls than I would a bar of chocolate. So where? Because when I started, I think your birthday had happened or something or you were buying lots of mini sausages yeah I've you know had to curb that yeah I was eating a pack (laughs) like a day like every other day I was eating like 20 cocktail sausages but where did that love come from no judgment no I just I just think I thought you know we would go to the shop and like people would buy sweets and chocolate and I thought I want something savoury but what is a good bite sized savoury snack yeah a cocktail sausage yeah very good. What sport would you play if you were in the Olympics? Oh. Or would you just not? <laughs> yeah, no, sport is not my, like, forte. I was actually, as a child, quite sporty. But I would, like, if we're talking dream goals, like, what would I love to be in the Olympics yeah. for? Gymnastics. Like, I used, yeah. to, I used to do it as a kid. Um, and I li- it's the only thing I watch every year. Yeah. Like, fixated on gymnastics I think it's awesome is there a move that you daydream about doing I don't think I'd have um, a specific move but I do think mm. um, the bars are like really cool and I feel like I'd like to be like yeah. insane on the bars oh did you see that I think it was like a viral video of that old granny yeah, in Germany was, yeah she's so good she's just badass mm. well but as you're a savoury person do you have a favourite pizza topping? Or are you, do you not care? Or are you a half and half? Oh no, I definitely care. I think everyone cares. Yeah. I So I quite like spice. So some form of spice. Not chorizo, quite controversial. I really don't like chorizo. Okay. Um, a mushroom and like needs to be included. So yeah. some sort of spice, some sort of meat and a mushroom. Yeah. I like a bit of that and I like a bit of that. So I will normally be the yeah. annoying person that like goes to like Frank Manka and I'm like can I have a number four but can I also have yeah. some like chilies on top um, and some extra yeah. mascarpone cheese yeah I have to say my pet hate is when so if you're on holiday and you're abroad because I feel like everything goes out the window there you just have to go with what's there yeah. and just be like I'm trying it it's different yeah went away with like friends that are like love them to pieces but like so fussy and like you have this like order of like 10 people's orders but like everything was like we were trying to add things onto everything trying to speak Italian just doesn't work so like I think in England you're fine abroad as it comes is fine yeah you're quite a big reader well I'm I was I've always been really bad at reading I'm such a slow reader but did set myself the challenge this year of reading all the Harry Potter books because I've never read them. Okay, how is that going? Tell me about the journey. Well, fantastic timing because <laughs> I've just finished book seven. That's so congratulations. I have finished the full set. Oh my god. So I started in February and now July I'm done. So I've read more books this year. Yeah. Albeit some of them small. More books this year than I ha- had done um, last year. So that's a win. That's incredible. Um, and as much as I like to laugh and think it's like a trivial book about wisdom there are some really poignant moments in there yeah. it was very good I watched um, so like really near the end spoilers for people that haven't read it um, when Mrs Weasley's like not my daughter you bitch yeah cried yeah. I was like I'm so invested in this I'm seven books in that actually just gave me shivers <laughs> it's so emotional isn't it and I was like oh god uh, but yeah it was really good loved it and now I started reading I think it's called Have No Fear 
from a um, neurosurgeon and it's like a compilation of like case studies almost um, of neurosurgery and like different cases and the complexity of it and the like anxiety of a like slash god complex of a neurosurgeon very good I that sounds fascinating I'll give it to you after I finish yeah. it you like reading but it maybe wasn't your go-to thing what would be your ideal relaxing so unwind thing love a good documentary oh. like obsessed with documentaries literally spend my entire time if I'm not watching like really shit TV like Love Island I am probably (laughs) watching a documentary or a BBC crime drama like they're my like three go-tos so just like fascinated by like really niche stories or cultures and I think that's what is captured within documentaries just like an insight into a world that like you like probably still don't even understand even after watching the documentary but you can come away from it and be like oh my god, I watched a documentary, how mental is this? And you feel like you've learned something about a little tiny part of the world, but it's just good, like, interesting stuff, isn't it? Yeah. Have you got a favourite documentary then? I've got so many. I think one I recently watched, which was absolutely bizarre, and, like, I could never tell you it was my favourite, but me and Tice have talked about it extensively. So there's a Storyville out. I like two Storyvilles that I think are brilliant. The one that just came out is weird. It's about Japanese men being obsessed with um, these, like, Japanese dance, like, singer groups called Idols. Uh And they go to these, like, the only people at these, like, concerts are, like, 45-year-old men. They all bring glow sticks. They all know all the dance moves. And it's just, like, considered completely normal. So that's, like, such a good example of, like, that's fucking weird. But, like, I love it. Yeah. There's another great one from Storyville that was, I can't remember the name of it, but it was, um, like, an expose on a guy who was very very famous for criticizing um the likes of like Yuri Geller and um people that um what's the right word for it people that think they can do things with their mind yeah and he very famously like outed them all um and had quite a big beef with him so it's it's a documentary about him but the again like spoilers (laughs) the um the actual like I guess underlying thing within the documentary is like actually how he himself has lived a lie for he's now like 80 or so for for the last well for his entire life because he's actually gay and he's got oh. a um he's got a partner but he's lived like as as not gay for yeah. his entire life and and you watch this very odd dynamic between him and his partner while he's like being prosecuted for things it's it's really worth a look a watch it's really interesting oh just like so many layers yeah um, I love that. Oh, it's so good. I find maybe it's just personal that I get so invested yeah. in what's happening. So, like, by the end of the doc, I think at the end of a documentary, if you almost feel like as brainwashed as you see these people in it, yeah. you're almost like, I get it. So, what's it Donkey Kong? Have you ever watched that? No. So, awesome. It's like one of the first documentaries I ever watched and was like, this is insane. And it's about people um, that competitively play old arcade games. Um, and pe- spend hundreds of thousands of pounds entering competitions and building machines and things like that. Um, and there's one massive, like, really famous player that's, like, made billions off of it. And this documentary follows almost, like, the underdog yeah. in that, who actually, through, like, loads of arguments, argues that he's actually got the highest ever score and oh. that the, the guy who beat him's tape is a fraud and all this kind of stuff. And you get, and, and on one hand, you're watching something so sad that is a dad of three ignoring his children, not spending any time with them, and spending all his money on arcade yeah. games. And on the other hand, you can completely empathise that 
he just wants what feels like rightfully his and you begin to hate this massive like it's like goliath yeah. and like so i think you get to the end of it and you're like god oh. i really got sucked in by that guy like yeah so that's what i think i really like about it amazing you're really good with words and i was very inspired by hearing you speak um which i pointed out in a meeting once and i was like oh my god that's so embarrassing um, do you have like a favorite word or a most hated word i find words very interesting i feel like moist is like the most communally hated word yeah like no one likes the word moist i don't mind it i don't understand the hate for it it's like the ed sheeran thing like, i know I don't you understand well yeah i know what you mean i just <laughs> I don't think I hate any words, mm. but I do hate, like, certain phrases. Okay. I hate the phrase, that's rock and roll. <laughs> I literally can't bear it. It makes me feel so uncomfortable. I'm like, what the fuck is that? Like, no that's one really no one now, like, can really say that. It's not really very okay. True, very true. And, like, it's always used in, like, completely wrong context, and it makes me feel very uncomfortable. I do love oh, similar lines, like, sayings. Do love the saying, don't look a gift horse in the mouth. I have never heard that before. No. I do sometimes get my sayings mixed up. Like, I am, I am, like, yeah. have had the situation before where I thought the phrase was banging a dead horse, but it's, it's like flogging a dead horse yeah. or something like that, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, but Similar. looking a gift horse in the mouth is like, you tell how old a horse is by looking at its teeth yeah. and like how valuable a horse is like the younger it is the more valuable it is so it's basically saying like if someone gives you a gift don't try and like work out how valuable it is like just accept it as a gift yeah. and I think that's quite a nice thing no that's really nice um, and do you have a question for me yeah I do I've gone down the like rather childish route no it's great of would you rather yes and I feel like <laughs> It's, it's like well suited to you and it's one I've laughed about with people before so I thought it was a good one for you. So, would you rather answer every question that anyone ever asked you with a sort of made up whimsical quote? So if I was like, Sarah, like, what are you doing this weekend? You would like reply something along the lines of, Rain is often the most inspiring thing to humankind. <laughs> and he had to do that everywhere. That's <laughs> Or you have to get live, love, laugh tattooed all over your forearm. Oh, okay. So instantly I'm like, I've already got tattoos. So I feel in like, the worst font yeah. though. It's oh, in like Comic Sans. Comic Sans, pink and shiny. Yeah. I feel like... Maybe the whimsical one. Purely <laughs> because I feel like I talk like that anyway. <laughs> so just like formalising. Yeah, people would just be like, oh, she's really like fermenting her brand. I'd be like, yeah, yeah, that's how it goes. I almost I think really like, like maybe that. that's something that you should try and do. It is a really good dare. Just in life. Yeah. What would you answer? I, th- I honestly think I would have to get... The tattoo. Yeah, <laughs> which is like, what. Or, or what's actually most upsetting about that is that I think there are maybe a group of people that would see it and know me and be like, and, and not see that it was like ironic or a dare or that I would, uh, yeah. I would hate it. They'd be like, oh, Abby, like classic, like live, love, laugh, like so basic of that. And I'd be like, fuck you, it's a dare. It's ironic. <laughs> it's ironic because it's not funny. Maybe you could put in like a sub clause where if you had to do that, maybe in like a year later you could get in brackets underneath like was a dare yeah I'm sorry look away like, uh, just like look away I'm sorry look, look away, away. Yeah. Look away. Yeah. Abby Mills thank you so much for being on Egg Time with the 11 thank you for having me
And just like that, another episode over and done with, another egg timer moment finished. Hope you enjoyed this week's episode and you learned something new about our wonderful guests. Tune in next week for more with me, Sarah, and egg timer with the 11.